This is Southwest Health Talk, the podcast series from Inland Valley and Rancho Springs Medical Centers. Here's Melanie Cole. The advanced robotic platform of the Da Vinci Surgical System allows doctors to perform complex procedures using smaller incisions than standard surgery with tiny precision tools operated robotically. This may result in less pain, scarring, trauma, and blood loss than other surgical procedures so that the patients can potentially return to work and daily activities more quickly. My guest today is Dr. Richard Connor. He's a urologist and a member of the medical staff at Southwest Healthcare System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Connor. What types of conditions can be treated with robotic surgery? Well, thank you for having me. Well, the, as far as the urology goes, the uh, best application for the da Vinci robot is probably prostatectomy, removal of the prostate for prostate cancer, and then also a great application is removal of kidney tumors, mostly malignant, but some benign uh, kidney tumors that can be removed from the kidney and, and spare the kidney. Those are probably our two greatest applications for um, in my specialty. And then, of course, we, there's some reconstructive surgery that we can do um, of the urinary tract as well that the da Vinci robot's well-suited for. Is this considered minimally invasive surgery using the da Vinci robot? Yes, it is. I think that term is pretty widely used, minimally invasive. It is, I yes. think more precisely, we like to call it a minimal access surgery. Because the amount of work that we do on the inside is still pretty large amount of work. Uh, and so some would say it's, it's pretty invasive, um, but it's just how we get in is far less uh, morbid and far less side effects because of the uh, small incisions that are made. So that's a nuanced distinction, but, but I think might be more helpful for people to understand. So what are some of the benefits of the surgery itself and using that da Vinci robot for the patient? So for the patient, I think the uh, the incisions are much smaller. It is essentially a robotic-assisted laparoscopic surgery, and most people are aware of laparoscopic surgery, which has you know also been called band-aid surgery or keyhole surgery, where just small incisions are made to put instruments and a camera in the in the abdomen primarily, and we can do a lot of surgery uh, through those. The gallbladder is probably. Uh, or gallbladder removal is probably one of the most well-known applications of laparoscopic surgery. And so the so that's the benefit. So essentially we're using a da Vinci robot. We can use a lot more advanced instruments through these small openings. So the the smaller openings allows patients to have probably less pain and quicker recovery after surgery, and therefore that's one uh, significant benefit for patients. They can get back to a normal level of activity sooner than if we make a large incision. So tell us about your dedicated da Vinci robotic surgery room and, and what you see as the benefits of that. So one, one thing that Southwest Healthcare is committed to is to have a dedicated da Vinci robot room and team of, of OR personnel that um, allow things to uh, run more uh, streamlined and also uh, produce better outcomes. And so we have a very busy robotic surgery program at Southwest Healthcare. And the dedicated room that you mentioned is real important because uh, there, are, there are two or three large components of the de- robot that can be moved around, but with that, there's risk of, of things uh, breaking or, or, uh, or um, not functioning as well. And so it's, it's important to have a room that's set up, set up the same way for every surgery, for consistency, for patient safety, and to keep the equipment in good running order. 
And tell us about your staff and your team at Rancho Springs and how they assist and how they're trained to to help you with these types of procedures. The uh, staff is critical. A good uh, Da Vinci robotic surgery program is critical to have staff that are specifically trained for robotic surgery. And that starts not only with the surgeon, of course, and the assistant. Any assistant that we use for the surgery um, does have to go through a rigorous uh, robotic training and certification program. And then, of course, we have anesthesiologists that are well-versed in robotic surgery because that's important. There's a lot of anesthetic considerations uh, that are required for patient positioning and, and what's required to successfully perform a surgery. Then, of course, we have the uh, uh, operating room nurse and the surgical technologist. Those two members are uh, critical at a successful program, and all of those have required or uh, uh, performed specialized training and certification, and they uh, maintain a large volume of experience. There's a, a small group of people that do those jobs, and so they have a high volume of experience, which uh, uh, provides excellent outcomes. So, Dr. Connor, not all procedures can be done robotically, correct? And not all patients are necessarily candidates for these procedures. Speak about how you help a patient, you know, figure out and how you decide whether a patient is a candidate for this type of procedure. And I, well, that's a good question. And I think probably just about any surgery could be done robotically. The question we ask ourselves is, does the robotic surgery platform, is it a better application for a particular surgery in a particular patient? And I think some operations that we do, it is very well suited for that. Uh, some operations, it's probably not necessary, and that's up to the surgeon and to the patient. And it's important for us to, to choose what operation is best for the patient, if in fact surgery is the best treatment option for patients. And um, it's a mutual decision between the patient and the surgeon. And uh, I think that it's, it's a constantly changing field in surgery uh, of learning what operations are best. Is it uh, excessive or unnecessary to use a robotic surgery? Or in fact, is this the best application for it? And that's a constant area of study amongst all surgical disciplines. And there are different opinions about that. But we certainly want to apply the technology where it's uh, best suited for the patient. Is there any advantage for the patient in the case of, say, prostatectomies? You're dealing with men, maybe they have prostate cancer, something's going on, BPH, something. And and tell us about the benefits for them. Are there some side effects, complications that you discuss with them if they are going to go through with this type of procedure? Uh, certainly. We, we do discuss the complications. Even though this is advanced technology and has a lot of benefits, certainly any surgical procedure, no matter how minor, uh, has certain risks of complications, and patients need to be aware of that before they proceed. Now, we uh, use the robotic surgery for typically prostate cancer uh, and sometimes for prostate enlargement of BPH, although that's a pretty rare area, and it's more of an area of study at this point. I wouldn't say it's widespread use. But specifically for the entire prostate removal for prostate cancer, what we do know from the studies that have been done is there's clearly less blood loss for patients for the robotic approach versus an open approach. There is probably less pain afterwards and quicker recovery, although that's not a huge difference, but it's significant enough to to be an appeal for many patients. And then also, uh, there are some qualitative things that a lot of people feel they can do better with the robotic surgery, such as sparing 
the nerves that go by the prostate, which control erections. And that's one side effect that a lot of men get concerned about after surgery is if they'll be able to have some sexual function. So the robot might allow us to uh, preserve those delicate nerves a little better. There may be a little better precision with reattaching the uh, bladder back to the urethra at that point of the surgery, which is critical for for continence and good um, uh, recovery with low complications after that. So it appears that robotic surgery for prostatectomy is as good as and probably a little better than the open approach, but there's not a consistent opinion across all experts that it's clearly the only way to go. But having said that, it is probably approximately 90% of prostatectomies in the United States are done robotically versus the open technique. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Connor, and it's such great information, tell the listeners what you would like them to know about robotic surgery and the benefits of it. Sure. I think I think the great thing is it's a, it's a constantly developing technology. What we have is is a quantum leap better what we had in the past, and there's a lot of development and and research uh, being done for even even better robotic surgery platforms. I think as time goes on, we're going to have uh, better and better uh, instruments and devices for patients for various conditions, and uh, it's certainly a mainstay and a staple of lo- a lot of what we do nowadays. And I think it's going to continue. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Southwest Health Talk with Southwest Healthcare System, building relationships that touch the heart. For more information, you can go to swhealthcaresystem.com. That's swhealthcaresystem.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Southwest Healthcare System. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. Individual results may vary. There are risks associated with any surgical procedure. Speak with your physician about these risks to find out if robotic surgery is right for you. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.